0: This is the best of the Adam gold show podcast brought to you by coach Pete at capital financial advisory group. Visit us at capital I hope everything is well with my friend, Darren Gant. panthers.com. We're going to ask the old guy questions. Uh, I love quoting people that I respect greatly. And you are uh, right there near in the top uh, quarter of the list. Darren. um, you you have said in the past that Cam Newton makes people stupid. Indeed. <laughs> so uh, um, I, I heard his comments about game managers versus game changers. And, of course, that created uh, a lot of comments on, like, was Cam out of bounds for calling Dak Prescott a game manager? Because here's what, what struck me about the whole thing is that we can get lost in the minutia of the comment by deciding whether or not Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy, Tua tonga or Jared Goff are game managers or game changers. I don't think any of them are game changers. Cam Newton was a game changer. And then when you say that, people lose their minds. Um, when, when you think about Cam Newton's career, what is it? Uh, I think
1: he's a borderline, if not uh, should-be, Hall of Famer. I I think Cam Newton changed the game of football, changed the way it was played. I mean, before Cam Newton, I mean, basically Cam Newton walked so Lamar Jackson could run. I I think (laughs) he was the guy who opened the door for a lot of people who play it differently. And, you know, he was better at it than anybody. I mean, there were people who ran around and also played quarterback in the past. Steve Young did it. Yeah. Cam Newton broke a lot of Steve Young's records. Michael Vick certainly did it. Cam uh, did it way better than Michael Vick. And it's just, I, I think Cam's a different kind of quarterback. He he opened the doors for a lot of people. And to me, you know, if you're looking for modern comparisons, I mean, look at Josh Allen in Buffalo. I mean, he plays the way Cam Newton plays. So, I I just think the guy was one of the great quarterbacks we've seen in the last generation. He did not always benefit from a tremendous amount of help around (laughs) him in terms of skill position, talent, in the passing game. Yeah. Uh, Sound familiar. Yeah. And still played at a high level and played at an MVP level and had one of the, uh, had really a five, six year run equal of anybody in the NFL uh, before or after And then, unfortunately, the the injuries caught up with him. I mean, everybody worries about little quarterbacks, but the biggest and strongest one we've ever seen got derailed after about seven and a half seasons.
0: Yeah, the second shoulder injury was the one that ended it, right? The one that he suffered that that Thursday night in Pittsburgh. Uh, That was the end of it. Because that season arguably was shaping up to be better than his MVP season. His only 4,000-yard passing season was his rookie year. It was, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of weird. Darren Gant asked the old guy at Darren yeah, Gant. and uh, what 75 or a million
1: rushing touchdowns, yeah. whatever the number is. Yeah. even remember. Well, that?
0: it's funny when people look at the yard, well, he's only, uh, you know, only had passed for 4,000 yards once. I'm like, yeah, look at all the rushing yards. Those count too. all the rushing yeah. touchdowns. They all counted, uh, every that time whole he greatest
1: <laughs> that whole greatest rushing quarterback of all time. Yes. Yeah, so that was the thing that also happened.
0: It really is amazing. Um, uh, but, but, real quick before we get to Bryce, um, did you have? Well, let's keep talking about Cam. <laughs> did you have much of? <laughs> I understand. Uh, did you have much of a problem with the uh, the characterization of those other quarterbacks as more game managers? I mean, game changers is different because I think there's only a handful of those in the right. uh, in the league. There's, there might only be four in the entire league who fall into that category. Um, Did you have any character, any problem with the characterization? Not really, not really. And in addition to things, I say a lot
1: like Cam Newton makes people stupid. there's always Darren's favorite game, find the lie. (laughs) And if you can find one in what Cam Newton said, I'm all ears. I mean, the way he described Dak Prescott seems pretty on target, but I mean, Cam has, because he makes himself a lightning rod sometimes became one. And, you know, we started talking about Cam and of the substance or remarks. I mean, listen, Dak Prescott's a really good quarterback, and he's playing that system in, in the way it needs to be played. He's efficient. He's got weapons. He's making plays downfield. But I think if you had a draft of all the available quarterbacks in the NFL, Dak Prescott ain't going in the top five. No. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, you're talking about guys like, Lamar, guys like Patrick Mahomes, you know, guys like Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, before you ever get down to the Dak Prescotts of the world, I think it's he's the difference between being one of the greatest quarterbacks in the game and having one of the greatest seasons of any quarterback this year.
0: At very, very well put. Darren Gant. All right, now to Bryce Young. Sorry to uh, throw a damper. Uh, I just asked this we can question.
1: We still talk about Cam more if you want to. I mean, do we want to bring up the tie gate again? He's addressed all this stuff this week. We can keep talking about Cam Newton,
0: I promise. Um, has Bryce... And this doesn't have to be only about...
1: Insist, I, mean, I, I have insist. to I
0: have an obligation. Uh, has, I guess. has Bryce regressed over the last four or five weeks? Um, I don't know if he's
1: regressed. I think the situation around him has regressed. I mean, when you fire a first-year head coach and his quarterback coach 11 games into a season, obviously things weren't working out well. And I think the whole thing's gotten a little sideways. I think, if anything, you know, the stuff they're trying to do right now is probably a little closer in line with what Bryce has always been good at you know, get him up under center every now and then, which is going to be a thing he's going to need to do. Run more, do a little play action, get him out on the move, take some shots downfield. Early on, they were very protective with what they were calling for him and and keeping it so simple. I mean, I I think, you know, as I I try to always look at the long game on stuff like this and, and think about, things with a little bit of perspective. And it's impossible to do that with Bryce right now because he's got such a limited body of work. But I think we might look back on this one day and think that the disservice was not making him change coaches so suddenly in his career. The disservice might have been the things they were asking him to do. So I I just think that um, he's a big boy. They, They tried to be very, very careful with him. And, you know, I think it backfired, honestly. I I think he was probably looking for more things to do than they wanted to allow him to do. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how this thing develops. I I am, here. here's what I'm not willing to say. I am not willing to say, oh, clearly he was the second or third Mm. or fourth best quarterback in this class. I'm with you. I mean, uh, there's all, all the revisionists are out in force right now saying clearly C.J. Stroud, no. I mean, probably 28 or 29 or 30 of 32 teams would have chosen Bryce Young first and C.J. Stroud second, given the opportunity in April. So um, don't let anybody tell you any different. That's the truth. Don't let anybody tell you Bryce is physically incapable of doing this thing because, I mean, honestly, if there are questions about his toughness, he's been sacked 48 times in 12 (laughs) games, and he's still getting up and making plays. So, I, I'm not concerned about that from that standpoint. I mean, obviously they want to protect him. Obviously they want to protect him better. But I think you can do that with scheme and play calling in addition to, I don't know, maybe having two guys play guard next season instead of <laughs> six different right uh, left guards and seven different right guards. So, you know, I think all those things kind of combine to make this the, the imperfect storm for Bryce Young.
0: Darren Gamp, pro football. <laughs> That's how oh, about a How bla- about <laughs> a, bla- a blast put from put the one past? One the fine jar. Panthers called <laughs> the Washington football team. What? <laughs> Panthers.com is joining us here on the Adam Gochou. You know, it's funny. I just I, I i slipped into like six years ago. I don't even know how that happened. It wasn't that it wasn't that long ago. Uh, anyway, uh, I mean, by the end of this segment, it'll be Darren Gamp from the Rock Hill Herald. <laughs> Let's take it back to 1997. You know what? That's the first time uh, we talked. Um, Probably so. Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete DeRuda, with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? Do, would would the would Bryce benefit? And I asked you this question six weeks ago, and you said no. Would Bryce benefit, especially with as uh, all the offensive line injury and turnover and turmoil? Would he benefit by letting Andy Dalton play out the rest of the year? Still, no.
1: I'm I am nothing if not consistent, Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and I and it comes with the side benefit of me actually believing this. I mean. You open the door for all kind of bad stuff if you do that, and we addressed this and Ask the old guy at pantherscom just the <laughs> other day. Um, I, I think the question becomes, what are you afraid of happening? And if you're afraid of him getting physically broken again, he hasn't so far. He's taken some shots. He's learned how to protect himself in the pocket. I, I think if you know you let him sit, and all of a sudden this offense looks like the 1999 Rams with Andy Dalton at the wheel, then you open the door to, oh, my gosh, what if he's the wrong guy? Mm-hmm. That's, when the, that's when the confidence questions creep in. That's when you plant a seed of doubt in a lot of people's heads, including his. I mean, listen, Bryce is the guy. Whether whether this, I mean, this season clearly hasn't gone the way anybody anticipated it, but they're going to hire a coach who believes that Bryce is the guy. And that guy is going to be tasked with fixing Bryce and fixing an offense to make it look like what everybody thought it was going to look like when they hired Frank Reich and all these cast the thousands on offense. So, I I just think that you open the door to bigger questions uh, for some kind of short-term benefit. And I think, you know, that might be a little short-sighted. You know, again, am I saying he is going to turn in to Peyton Manning? I am not saying that. But let's remember Peyton Manning's rookie year when he led the league in interceptions. Mm -hmm went three and 13 for a pretty shabby Colts team. And then that team started adding parts around him, like Adrian James and Reggie Wayne eventually. And all of a sudden he turned into the best quarterback any of us have ever seen. So I I think to me, get through the next four weeks, let Bryce experiment with getting under center, running more play action, turn around, hand it to Chuba Hubbard 25 times a game. Uh, and and let it roll and just he's going to learn things. I mean, Chris Tabor is trying to keep things tight in these press conferences, but he said best way to get good at playing football is playing football. And that's kind of where I am on Bryce. I think you run the risk of doing more harm by opening the door to some of that bad stuff than by, you know, anything that's going to happen. What are they going to do, lose another game?
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, the the Bears right now have a greater than 99% chance of getting Carolina's first-round pick, and that for the first overall pick, and that is...
1: Well, they uh, have a 100% chance of getting the pick.
0: Well, yes, but yeah, that they, is true. I, said it, 90, yeah, okay. I yeah,
1: said it poorly. Yeah, okay. I said it poorly. that's, a, that's
0: and, uh, all right. It's fine. I I said it poorly and deserved, deserved to be called out on it. Darren Gant, uh Panthers.com. The other way to look <laughs> at that is the Panthers have a
1: 95% or better chance of having the 33rd overall pick.
0: Yes, and with that 33rd overall pick... Um, the Panthers select wide receiver I don't know who I don't it, know. what what is the mission because look I I think I have been more, far more bullish critical of the roster than you have you may know more about it than I do and I don't do not doubt that at all um but I think that their their roster is maybe on the offensive side of the ball maybe the worst in the entire NFL um but I again I don't know everybody's roster top to bottom, um, right? But I do, I do see a dearth of weapons. Uh, I see an offensive line that can't protect him. Uh, recently, though, they have at least started to block run block well, uh, which is what they did really well last year after the coaching change uh, of Matt Rule to uh, to Steve Wilkes. Um, how how far I mean, they don't have a lot of draft capital. How do you get that draft capital unless you're willing to make Difficult decisions on players like Burns or heaven forbid, uh, Derek Brown, who I would not trade, but no, no, you don't trade Derek Brown. You just, you just, in fact, they
1: don't let me make decisions like this. I'm no general manager, I'm not even the assistant to the assistant <laughs> to the traveling secretary around here. Um, I, but I would start the process of re signing Derek Brown right now, yeah. I mean, it's just. You've got to reward that guy not only because he's playing like an insane man, but because he's doing it in the way you want people to do it. Mm-hmm. And he's the guy that you can point everybody else toward and say, see how Derek Brown's doing his work? Yep. See how Derek Brown's going out on Sunday? That's how we want all 53 of y'all to act.
0: Yep, I agree. Um,
1: and so uh, Derek ain't going anywhere. I mean, there's a reason when the Bears were trying to do that deal last year you know they were asking about burns and they were asking about Derek, and asking about dj and you see which one's in chicago now i mean i i think that's based largely on the relative value of the position and also the relative value of the player you know i i mean and this is no slight against dj moore he's very good and he's a lot of the reason the bears are having a little bit of a resurgence here you know he's a guy who can make plays in unusual situations lord knows he's been in enough of them here and I just think that when you look at that, you you want to build around either Burns or the stuff a Burns is going to get you. I, I'm kind of operating under the assumption at this point that he's going to be franchise tagged, and then they'll either figure out a long-term deal or figure something else out. But as with so many questions, that's going to depend on who the next coach is and what he wants right. to do because we can project out an off season. I mean, it doesn't take much creativity to say, gosh, I think they might be interested in a T Higgins or somebody like, <laughs> it. you know, I mean, yeah, this just in Panthers need wide receiver help. But I, I think, you know, if the new coach comes in and he runs this versus that, or, you know, priorities are going to change based on who they hire. And we don't know that yet.
0: Darren Gant, Panthers.com. Ask the old guy at Darren Gant with two T's for extra talent. I appreciate your time, sir. Always. And absolutely. I will talk to you soon. Hey. And a, lov- and a
1: lovely holiday to you and
0: yours. Oh, yes. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah <laughs> to all my friends in Raleigh. Thanks, man. <laughs> See y'all. This is the story of The wand.
1: As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand